0: And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital Five Minute Morning Minor and it must be August Paul because I'm back in London uh, having spent the whole of July in Cornwall. What am I doing back here?
1: Well the sun is finally shining so we're glad you brought it to us.
0: Yeah I think that's right. Bit of a shock <laughs> getting back on my bike this morning it has to be said. Um, I haven't cycled for a month but there again I have been walking around the golf course almost every day for a month. Anyway, uh, the world must go on. Life must go on. We've got to keep finding good investment ideas. Um, but I also, I noticed um, Diggers and Dealers, the big uh, conference in Calgary. I think it's taking place this year, isn't it? Even though yes, Australia's somewhat in lockdown.
1: Yes, uh, but the, the it is still an in-person event, so, but it's just that art, it's very difficult to travel there uh, with the quarantines and so forth. Uh, so it's going to be very much an Australian Attended event for sure this year.
0: I guess we'll get a load of ASX companies releasing news to coincide with it, won't we?
1: Yes, we have, and we're already seeing that across the um, emails this morning. So,
0: but whilst talking of big events, the uh, what is now the renamed Shanghai Mining Club—it was our, our, run by VSA Capital and various other uh, shareholders. Um, We have just organised our conference in Beijing, which is a very widely attended conference, will be on October the 19th and 20th. Uh, Last year, companies presenting, it's a hybrid, so we bring all the Chinese into the conference, about 100 of them came last year, but we also broadcast it internationally and the presenters do it through video. We do it in conjunction with African Mining in Daba, the biggest sort of mining conference almost in the world, so it's a a very successful event. and all those presenting last year saw the share prices leaping up afterwards. So uh, we are recruiting people to, if you want a better word, to come and uh sign up for this year. And it's well worth it. We do it at a very good value price okay. as well. Um anyway, uh so yeah, uh that's that's uh diggers and dealers, the Shanghai Mining Club, the Beijing conference, October 19th and 20th. But let's turn to news today, Paul. What you got for us?
1: Well, first off, we got a real turnaround in the earnings profile for the uh, London-quoted world's largest aluminium smelting company outside of China, and that's Aluminium Bahrain. Uh, Its uh, numbers essentially went from a loss due to uh, curtailments on shipments and Uh, lockdowns and so forth last year for the quarter and the half to huge uh, change into net profits here uh, with the changes year on year in the hundreds of percent, uh, both on quarter and quarter and uh, year on year. Won't won't, uh, bore you with the specific details there, but for instance, the gross profit for the half uh, half year was over $500 million U.S., uh, versus uh was only 147 million a year ago so uh real turnaround for aluminium uh, yeah, we, don't often talk, we don't often talk about aluminium do we paul i mean what, what's your view there well it's going to be a real interesting sector here in the next uh two years i would say in particular and for the reasons as follows uh First off, uh, aluminium uh, is used in uh, body panels and and uh, airframes. so as orders pick up for uh, light weighting of uh, vehicles, uh, it means they get changed from steel panels to aluminium ones. And the other thing is as aircraft orders resume uh, from uh, people being able to travel again, uh, that those are aluminium airframes uh, so that's uh, where the uh, finished goods go. The other, thing to consider, too, is that as the copper price rises, the incentive to shift out out of copper to aluminium and uh, cabling becomes that much uh, more enticing, in particular for the Chinese, as they have a surplus of uh, smelting capacity in aluminium. So, it's in their interest that uh, the uh, copper price uh, essentially stays low. And if not, then they're going to try to substitute it as much as possible. So the demand side for aluminium looking a lot better here in uh, going forward. Mm, interesting. Man. Thanks.
0: Uh, talking of, of just sort of commodities, but stocks involved as well, I see Yellowcake has given a quarterly operating update. I mean, the, the update doesn't mean a lot, does it really, Paul? Because it's just basically a holding company for uranium. You're taking a view on the price. You're quite bullish on uranium. I'm rather bearish on uranium. Um any views on that quarterly operating report?
1: well, they're definitely headed in the right direction here they've uh, and investors seem to uh, like the uh, business model of what they do because they've uh, cre- uh, completed two placings uh, for capital so far this year and they've uh, essentially built some additional inventory and continue to do so in yellow cake and uh, they're showing a profit on the deals they've done so far uh, with uh, Uh, current uh, inventory valued at about 427 million versus roughly about 320 million us for what they paid for it so um people kind of there is an investor there for this kind of business model
0: yeah look they keep raising a lot of money it's become quite a big company but um you know the price um hasn't it sort of goes up and down a little bit depending on what the uranium price obviously is doing but it doesn't move an awful lot I think came to the market at about two pounds. It's currently two seventy-seven, being as low as one fifty. Actually, it's had a good run up in the last, you know, twelve months or so, from about one fifty to two seventy-seven. As uranium has performed a bit, uh, it's actually off today four p, which is one and a half percent. I say I I just cannot see a future particularly for uranium. Um, the way transitional energy is going, you know, the marginal cost of solar and wind energy is basically zero, uh, and I just think we're going to see less and less nuclear development but that's my view i know we started to dis- disagree with each other uh what else you got paul just quickly
1: oh we have to mention too the asx quoted uh, vulcan energy the geothermal lithium brine developer in germany uh, over the weekend they announced that they've signed a second offtake agreement with a major this time with uh, the renault automotive company and that's uh to take a Uh, Another between six and 17,000 metric tons a year of battery grade lithium chemicals off of them uh, in uh, due course over a five year period uh, once they get uh, production underway. So well done them in signing another uh, common household name.
0: Yeah, no, well, I mean, Vulcan has been a fantastic performer this year. It's it's a management team we really support. Um, So, yeah, well done them. Um, Okay, Uh, that'll probably do for today, I think, Paul, because the rest is all very scrappy. Uh, But we'll speak again tomorrow um, and see what we've got.
1: And hopefully with more sunshine. Thanks.